Okay, so the mobile chicane is at the Swiss MXGP at Fraunfeld, and uh, we've been very lucky enough to uh, capt uh, um, Calvin Flandren, who uh, initially hails from South Africa and uh, is now actually uh, riding under the uh, Netherlands moniker and uh, riding for the HSF Logistics Squad in MX2. Kelvin, uh, thank you very much for your time. Um, first of all, before we go through your, your career as to where you are uh, today, you did very well in uh, qualifying, I think qualifying top 10 for, uh, for the class here at Fraunfeld. What are your impressions of the, of the circuit? Um, I really like the circuit. I mean, uh, it's a little bit like uh, day two, Daytona Supercross. They've, uh, done, they've done a good job with, uh, with doing a good layout of the track, and it looks, it looks, looks good. And also, it, it's, a, it's a nice track to ride. It's uh, very technical, and uh, it's not so fast, but it's, uh, it's very good to race. It's got many lines, many passing opportunities, and um, yeah, I'm having fun on the track. It's, uh, it's cool to be in, in Switzerland for the first time riding a GP. So yeah, it's a nice, nice experience. So um, the the track conditions this morning in the warm up, um, you know, uh, how do you think the circuit is going to break up as the day as the day progresses? Um, on Friday we had a lot of rain, yeah. That's right. And uh, for Saturday morning the track was really muddy, and uh, I see now we went out for warm up. It was also quite muddy. Um, I think it's it's good they put a lot of water on now because so it will hold hold good for both motors. I think for the second motor it will be quite dry. And, uh, but it will be alright, they're, they're working really hard on the track and they're doing a good job, so uh, oh, it's going well. Okay, sweet. So, uh, your grip conditions and that uh, and, and the like, you, you're getting good grip out of the, the yes. slower corners? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yesterday I struggled a bit with, the, with some uh, bike problems, but um, today we've got to sort it sorted, so um, hopefully I'll get another start like yesterday and uh, we can run up front with the, with the big guys. Okay, they look forward to that. All right, so um, you started uh, racing in South Africa, um, yep. um, basically at the uh, Cape Town Motocross Club, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, um, yeah, that's, that's true, yeah. Okay, so how old were you when you actually began? I was uh, three years old when I got my first bike, and I used to play around a little bit in, the, in like a, a field, you know, with my dad and my, my, my twin brother. And then four, when I was four years old, I did my first race uh, in Port Elizabeth. I was born in Port Elizabeth, and uh, I raced I raced there until well, we moved to Cape Town, I think when I was six, and uh, I raced the Cape Town uh, Motocross Championship there, and then um, we decided to do nationals when I was winning the Cape Town uh, Club Championship, and that also went well. I think I won three, four South African championships, and then uh, in 2011 I decided, or 2008, I came over for my first time to Europe, uh, and I raced one one world championship 85 race and I the goal was to qualify and I just and I just qualified which we were happy with and then in 2011 I came again for some 1 to 5 European championships and that was also good um, I finished a few races in the top 10 which was which was I think eye-opening for some people because they didn't know who I was and, and that so um, that was cool and I, I managed to get a ride with the German team in 2012 and then uh, yeah 2012 2013 I was uh, 2014. I was riding for a German team, Bödeschmidt Motorsport, and they helped me a lot. And then um, I managed to get some good results. I mean, winning some European races and getting some podiums. And now uh, I got picked up from a, from a Netherlands team, uh, HF Logistics, and which is really, really cool. They're really uh, professional, and it's it's nice to be involved in such a such a good professional team. I'm I'm, I'm happy to to work with them and and uh, to build with them into the future also. 
Yeah, they seem to be very happy with you and want to go along and uh, build a long-term relationship with you, I get the gather. Yes, I'm, I've signed a three-year deal with, the, I signed three-year deal last year, so I have another two years with the team. So, um, yeah, I'm happy the bikes are good, the team is good, they're working really hard always, you know, they, they don't complain or uh, everything's, everything works works well. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy with, with how, it, how it is. Okay, so, you know, you're running KTMs. Um, in comparison with the factory squad, because this is what everybody wants to know, yes. exactly um, how do you guys compare in terms of getting the, the, the bits, in terms of getting um, spares? Well, the, the goal is always to ride for the factory team. Um, we have a good relationship with Pitbaira. The team has a good... I spoke to him this morning, actually. And uh, he's he's very happy with the team, and he, he's going to... Every year we get more support from, from the factory, and uh, that helps us a lot. And, uh, you know... I don't know how much better it is to be in, in the factory KDM team. Everyone says, oh, the grass is always green. You think the grass is always green on the other side until you're there. But, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with the team. And, you know, I don't want to change a winning team. If, if I get offered for factory KDM, I have to weigh up the options and, and see what um, what is best and what is what is not good, you know. So um, I think our engines are, are pretty good compared to the factory bikes. It's not that much not that much less power or something like that. You can see in the starts that it's almost the same. So um, I think um, that we have we have a good uh, good bike and uh, good people around us with white power doing our suspension, same as the factory team. I mean, some factory guys come and look at our bikes to see if we have any problems and stuff like that. So we have a good relationship with the factory and it's cool that we have that relationship. So we can also build, you know, that Pit wants us to do sometimes even better than the factory team so that they get pushed as well. Yes. It's also nice for people to see that private privateer team can can beat the factory team and that's that's cool yeah i think you know in uh, mxgp i think this is important particularly in in, in world motorsport in general um we got to see jack miller win it uh, at uh, in, um, MotoGP at us and, and that was the first time in 10 years a privateer oh, okay, team yeah. won yeah. um we're getting to see a little bit more in competitiveness i think from privateer teams in mxgp what do you think yes that's that's true i mean there's a few privateer teams that are very professional and take the job very serious and you can see that with the results as well like uh, HZ Logistics and and some other teams you know that uh, every year it gets better and better and, and you can see that with the, with the results from the riders. Okay you've had a cu tough couple of seasons not due to the fact that there have been problems with the bike or anything but more due to injuries Yes. and um, yeah, tell us more about the injuries that you went along and picked up and how you've actually had to go along and recover from them. You know, I've never actually had injuries until until last year. You know, exactly. I had one one broken wrist in my whole like 13 years or something of riding a bike when I was on 85s. And then yesterday, I mean, last year, I um, in Spain when I was training for the season, I, I crashed and um, I broke my my elbow and my wrist. And they were said, oh, it's only going to be six weeks, no problem. So you know, after six weeks, you're wondering where you are. No, it's going to be another week, you know. And I still had pain elbow was healing up pretty good um, but I had a nerve problem the nerve got it got hit and and that took a while to to, to heal up again and then um, the wrist also I had like two or three operations with the wrist you know when, when you break your scaphoid everyone thinks oh, it's okay it takes a while but um, the bow the they put a pin in and the pin started to move so I had another operation and then the pin started to move again so I had to get take bone from the hip to get into my wrist and you know that, that's also like a little bit of bad luck um, I was out for like seven, eight months yeah. off the bike, so that's, it took a really long time also to get back on the bike. It, it took a long time to get your fitness up and your confidence also, it takes a while. 
and this year um, also in in uh, in January in Spain I twisted my ankle tore the ligaments in my ankle which also it, everyone thinks oh it's just a small thing you can ride with it but it's I was so much I had so much pain with my ankle that uh, I, get, I had to sit off the bike for a few weeks and I did that and um, I came back and I raced guitar well I was going to race guitar until until warm-up when I twisted it again and that was also so painful and then I sat out guitar Thailand and then uh, it was going pretty good um, in France I had a good Saturday and I was ready for the Sunday and then in the war on the last lap of warm-up on Sunday you just lose concentration for that one second and you crash and I I just um, I fractured my like the tip of my shoulder blade and that also put me back for like a few weeks but um, now it's getting better you know it's, it's difficult to say to stay injury free the whole season you know we're racing almost every weekend mm -hmm. and that takes it like our bodies are, are tired you know we're training so hard in the week also on the weekends we're training we kill ourselves almost you know we don't have any break so um yeah, it's tough to 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 stay focused and to to keep your concentration especially when you're riding for 35 minutes in in a motor you know mm -hmm. okay uh, you you touch on the training and of course uh, we're aware that motocross riders are of the fittest people that you'll come across um, tell us a bit about your training regime um i mean you know, tra we, I think all of us riders train train hard. I think mm. um, from Monday, even on, on before Lomo, I was training, I was riding five days in a row. You know, Saturday, Sunday, I was racing. Monday, I was riding. Tuesday, I was riding. Wednesday, I was riding. And it's not just playing around. I was doing two times 40 minutes, you know. Mm, mm. So I was absolutely finished. And uh, But you need that. You know, I didn't have a base because I twisted my ankle in Spain. And, and that November, December, you need, to you need to put in the hours on the bike to get that base for the season. And uh, in the season, you just try, you try keep the, keep it the same level as your fitness. You don't want to drop down or drop up. You see, like Jeffrey, he he trains so hard in the in the winter, and he has a good base for the season. But you see, every time, every year, this time of the year, he has an injury. Yes. The last three years. Yeah. And that's also because we, we don't have a break. Our bodies don't have a break. Mm -hmm. So uh, we we train, you know. Most of the time, two two times a week, and then on the weekends we race almost every weekend. Yeah. So uh, in the mornings we wake up eight o'clock. I go cycling or running, and then we get on the bike, and then sometimes in the evening we do a gym session, and then finally we can sit down and, and relax a little bit. And then the next day we, we do the same, you know, cycle, riding, a little bit of a gym session, and then uh, we only get to rest on a Friday before GP. So uh, you've been getting encouraging results as of late. I mean, last time out in Belgium, we actually did very, very well. Yeah, yeah. I got my best overall finish with a sixth place, which which I'm happy with. You know, I'm just trying. I'm not trying to do anything like amazing. You know, I'm, I have nothing to prove. I just want to build every race, get the experience, and and uh, try to do my best and try to finish next year with no injuries and and a solid season. You know, in the top ten, and I'll be happy with that. Mm -hmm. Um, opportunities for you in the future in terms of MX1 is there would you like to go through to MX1 I mean some people are just cut out for MX2 riding you know with, with my height and my my strength I think I can I can be a good MX1 rider I've always wanted to go to the States and ride um, the Supercross uh, Supercross I, I need some practice with I think but the outdoors there is a is a, something for, to look forward to maybe when my MX2 uh, careers over over here in Europe mm -hmm. but that'll come I think you know we'll have to see I take the next two years 
you know, I take it race by race, every day by day, and uh, and we see what happens. In, you never know what could happen. All right. Now you also mentioned earlier you have a twin brother, Damon. Yes. Yeah. Um, what is he getting up to, and how does he support your international racing? Um, he's studying at the moment in Stellenbosch. Uh, when he has a holiday, he always comes here and he and he watches me ride, and he stays with me, and he he also trains with me, and it's. I, we have such a good relationship, you know, like we call each other every day. Um, he, he's one of the reasons why I am where I am today, because I always had someone to race with. Yes. With training, I, I was always battling with him. He was, sometimes used to beat me, you know, yes. and that pushed me so much. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, why, I, that's where, why I am here, because of him. And, uh, you know, he's studying in Stellenbosch. He's becoming an accountant, chartered accountant. He wants to move to, to Holland one day, so maybe one day we can live together in the same house, and he does his... He can be my accountant or something like that. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that works. So. <laughs> okay, well, uh, wishing you all the best for the rest of the season and, of course, for today. And we're behind you 100%. Cool. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks a lot.